Welcome to Real Weddings with Sarah. I'm Sarah Kennedy from Irish Wedding Blog, one of Ireland's leading sources for wedding inspiration, advice and support. Real Weddings with Sarah brings you an inside snoop of some of Ireland's best-loved personalities and celebrity weddings. Join me as I indulge on all of the wedding goss. This has to be one of my favourite topics of all time and probably the best part of wedding planning. It's that light at the end of the tunnel, the, of course, the honeymoon. So you're visualising that sunshine on an island where you can release all of the stress, sipping on a cheeky cocktail somewhere, listening to those waves crash with joy, knowing you have absolutely nowhere to be, no emails to answer, no RSVPs to chase, no commute to deal with. You are free from all wedding duties and life duties. Your job is officially done and dusted. Choosing the perfect destination comes with great responsibility because you're booking a trip of a lifetime. It can be really hard to navigate as different countries have different weather systems for the time of year you might be interested in. Some need vaccinations. And don't get me started if you want to try and book activities or connecting flights or anything like that. For me, Of course, I certainly do not want that responsibility, which is why it's great to have so much knowledge from some super suppliers here in Ireland. Today, I'm joined by one of the best in the business, Susan Ryan, who is a honeymoon specialist. Okay, so not just, you know, any old holiday here, honeymoon specialist. She is multi-award winning and I'm just so thrilled she had time to join us. Susan, you are so welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. Lovely to chat to you today. Look, I think you probably have probably one of the best jobs in the world, do you? Oh, I think so. <laughs> I love it anyway. Absolutely. My goodness. You could at least be saying, ah, no, so we all don't feel <laughs> terrible sitting in our terrible offices, having a grim day with the rain. No, you're jet setting here, there and everywhere. Look, tell us a little bit about you, Susan, and what you do. Um, I'm a honeymoon specialist, so I make people's dream honeymoons come true. Um, I'm there with you from start to finish, so I'd be there to chat to you all about the different options, put a few options together for you, book the honeymoon, send you on your way, check in when you're there, and check in again when you come home. I so um, yeah, I'm kind of on honeymoon with you. Yeah, you're kind of like the, the guardian angel as you go and you as you take your trip, knowing that there's someone and to like ask, the, what's this, or I've lost absolutely, that. Absolutely, yeah, no. I'm typical Irish mammy, they're like my children heading off. <laughs> I know, I know. Worried packing the sandwiches for them, you're short of doing it. But look, Susan, I remember when myself and Owen, we were thinking about honeymoon. And look, I was knee deep in the wedding, right? That was just, look, mm. he wasn't, he wasn't getting to cut through much in that particular area. So he was working away on honeymoon and coming up with ideas because Owen's a brilliant, like he loves holidays, loves planning them and um, oh, all the rest. Good. Whereas I would just turn up right whereas he's like really invested in it but um he came to me with a proposal of climbing climbing Machu Picchu now anybody who knows me like if my friends are listening to this they'll be just cacked over laughing because they just know that is just not my vibe <laughs> he'll say like it'd be it'd be a task to get me up the sugar loaf I'll put it to you that way um anyway my response was not pleasant at the time and um and he tried god love him but um I have to say, look, after this, I just want to relax. Right. So, you know, what advice do you give couples on that initial stage where because I think that's where the lovely part, because you're coming up with all these ideas. But like what advice do you give couples on how to come together to decide, first of all, on the right destination? Well, I would suggest for both of them to come on a call with me. 
because like that, there's no point in me having a call with one of them and planning something Magic like that. Too, <laughs> you know, when in fact they want to go to Cancun. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, we'd have a chat together, all three of us, if possible. So that's where like the evening calls come in handy and weekends and that. Um, and then it's just to throw it all out, like literally throw absolutely everything out. Um, because I find with the honeymoon, there's kind of there's a lot of pressure that, OK, this is the one time of the year or our lives that we can go literally anywhere we want. Like, how do we narrow it down? And you might have always wanted to climb Machu Picchu or, you know, Kilimanjaro or something like that. And equally, you might always want to go to the Maldives. So it's to try and get to that middle ground. Um, and a lot of it will come down then to when we're getting into it, like the time of year, budget, the length of time you have to travel. So. Yeah, it all kind of starts from there. It all starts from there. And and do you find that you're almost like playing a mediator role between couples when when they're first getting into that room of deciding what they want? No, actually, no, because everyone's they're all open to ideas and suggestions. And then there could be things that they would never have thought of. Like they, one might be set on one place, one might be set in another. And then I'd be like, well, there is a way we can combine this. Like if someone wants all go, 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 and the other wants to totally relax, how about a cruise? Because... You can chill out. Yeah. <laughs> as much as you want, like you can go to the spa while he's ziplining across the, the top of it or something. You know, there's there is ways to combine things then as well. I love that. And I suppose it is that sort of thing is is that like you you have so much knowledge. So it's all this stuff that the general layman is just not gonna know about. And can you give me some examples of good destinations? I suppose for to that point you've just mentioned cruise, which it wasn't really on my radar and now I'm coming around to it now and it's actually probably because I've listened to some of the the, the the content you shared across Instagram as well about cruises but what's good for adventure seekers versus the do nothing brigade are there particular destinations and or particular types of 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 area of cruise oh yeah well with cruise definitely yeah like there's so many different cruise lines and then within that there's the different cruise ships so obviously the older ships would have less to do on them that you're kind of more cruising for the itinerary. So we'll say like if you're going in around the Greek islands, obviously the ships have to be smaller. So there isn't as much on them. Whereas if you were sailing the Caribbean, like you'd have your your bumper cars and your roller coasters and your zip lines and the whole lot. So, yeah, within cruise, there's so much you have to kind of narrow it down. So like that, there'd be cruises that'd be more suited to families with young kids or for teenagers. Then there's more older couples and then there's younger couples and then there's couples that like you know the five-star luxury hotel type cruises um and then there's couples who like you know going out and you you have nightclubs and cruises you've casinos and cruises you know so it's it's to try and find the one the right one the right one for you and it's funny because my my sister-in-law and brother-in-law they did a cruise for their honeymoon and i remember them sending us video and it was like a robot basically bringing their their drinks and everything like it was phenomenal just you know really innovative and yeah do each other every year there's newer ships and bigger and better ones coming out so yeah it's great well that's like when i saw their video of like this high-tech phenomenal five-star experience myself and Owen were reflecting we went island hopping in croatia one year and we went obviously we we stayed on a boat and uh, on the first day the captain said when we boarded you need to go down and close your porthole windows you know below deck whatever so we all went down and i thought i closed it but i didn't and anyway, came down later that evening, full of the wine, came down, water everywhere, bed ruined, luggage ruined. We had to sleep on wet nights. 
So I, I really hope for people's honeymoon they get they get better experience than that. Just don't go never book any, just don't go on holiday with me. I'm a disaster. Um and tell me outside of outside of cruises then, like to do I suppose a land holiday, like a honeymoon, what what are those destinations to, that are good for for getting that balance? Um at the top of the list, definitely I think would be South Africa. Um, like for a mix of both like I was in Cape Town years ago and it was always now I was single at the time I went with my friends but it was always stuck with me like that would be an ideal honeymoon destination because there's literally everything you know you you, you have your city with Cape Town and you're on the water and you have the history with Robin Island and um, just fabulous views Table Mountain and then you have Boulders Bay Beach just wow. down the road which has the penguins on it and then you can go and do your safari and you can have your beautiful beach holiday then as well. Um, like Durban is on the east coast of South Africa. That's the the Indian Ocean side. So the yeah. same ocean as the Maldives and Mauritius and that. So oh, wow, it's the same weather system. Of, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it, it works out better value kind of doing that. Sometimes, you know, if, if you've couples that want to do something like um, South Africa and then fly to the Maldives afterwards, sometimes the cost can be quite prohibitive. Mm. So a way around that would be to stay in South Africa, but just go to Durban, just okay. to fly across to the other side of South Africa. So like that, the, that's the whole thing about having a chat with me and kind of you might start with one thing, but your budget might prevent you from doing it. So then but you might know around. the workaround. Absolutely. And yeah, as well, it kind of sounds to me and like I don't want to talk about money or whatever, but it sounds to me like you're all, like you could end up spending a lot of money on stuff that you don't need to be doing, whereas you could probably save the money in the long term with the right itinerary and cutting out the nonsense. Absolutely. Yeah, because I suppose it all comes down to, to what you want to do and see, because like a, like a beach is a beach at the end of the day. But like obviously there's different like why would you travel all the way around the world to when you could like lie on a beach in Lanzarote you know like there are you know, obviously yeah. you might want to see something totally different but if that's all you want to do is just lie by the pool and get served cocktails like somewhere like Cancun would be a lot better value than yeah somewhere like the Seychelles you know yeah. so but it, again if if you want to kind of be out and about and doing different see things, some of the, the culture, culture and be, you know, yeah, so, be a whole different thing of course um, yeah yeah and can you tell me this um, for you and seeing couples coming in at the moment, what are the most de in demand destinations that they're looking for? Oh, Maldives, top of the Maldives. list. Wow. <laughs> so it's kind yeah, of, it never yeah. seems to go out of fashion, does it? No. And I think with COVID, I think a lot of people were either of the mind that, OK, look, we don't know, like, what's ahead of us let's just go all out this isn't like the Maldives isn't a place you're going to go to every year you yes, know or you're not no. going to go for a long weekend or anything like that so yeah. it's kind of those once in a lifetime um a once in a lifetime trip really so yeah Maldives um South Africa um they'd be kind of the and Bali they're the three most popular long haul wow. destinations at the minute right. um so Bali kind of has the mix of traveling around you can do it a few different stops in Bali um, and Cancun is always still very popular. Yeah, we did Cancun in the end. Mm, yeah. But like we had the Orlando before, we had the week before in Orlando and then the two weeks in the in Cancun. So it seemed to be at that particular time when we were booking, that was kind of the, the done thing in Miami to Mexico or Orlando to yeah, Mexico type resort. That, or did you like um, a cruise and then finish up yes. in Cancun or start off in Vegas? Like with, with Cancun, you can stop anywhere in America. Like there's no direct flight. Yeah. Well, You'd have sometimes for for summer they put on a um, a charter flight, 
but generally you'd have to transfer. Um, so you can pair that with anywhere in America, like you could do New York and Cancun, you know. Um, yeah, I love it. Vegas, whatever. And, and this is it. Like I was happy enough to go to America because I could do the shopping. And then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any destinations you're seeing that are kind of up and coming, like that people aren't like they're not really on everybody's radar when you think of honeymoon, but that you are starting to see that they're kind of bubbling up in really good options? Yeah, um, the Azores, actually. Um, okay. They're islands off Portugal. For They're very good for hiking and things like that. Oh, um, I yeah, I have heard of this. Things. Yeah, beautiful. Look them up. They're beautiful islands. They're, they're a good bit now <laughs> off Portugal, but beautiful outdoor scenic, good food, you know, things like yeah, that. Yeah, and not too far from home, really. Yeah, well, there isn't a direct flight. You'd have to fly to, to Porto and then fly out because they're out a good bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know something like that. There, it kind of goes in trends. Like if people, you know, like I think during COVID, a lot, you'd see a lot on Instagram of um, like uh, Greece and Maldives. Yeah. And then that became very popular. But then like last year for the first time ever, I was uh, pricing up a honeymoon for a couple. They wanted the Maldives, but they thought that they wouldn't be able to afford it. So they asked me to price up something in Greece instead, like a week okay. in Santorini. And a week in Santorini bed and breakfast was coming in more expensive than a week in the Maldives. Wow. So it's just, it's supply and demand. Like if This is it. Everybody wants to go to Santorini. Yeah. 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 And then just push the price. Ridiculous. Absolutely crazy. Um, so it kind of goes in trends like that, you know. If, yeah, if there's always see. a hot destination and then. <laughs> yeah. 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 Near that. But yeah, I mean, it, it all comes down to the couple at the end of the day and, and what they want to do and where they want to go. And like if, from your perspective, price wise, is there, a, you know, a time of year that you can get the best deal? Because I really struggled to try and understand that. I remember at the time, you know, for the time we were going away in the summer, but it wasn't this season and it was off season here and then it was high season there. Like, is there, how does all that work? Um, like there's no there was always kind of this thing of oh January sales but like there isn't you know there's yeah. no such kind of thing anymore like it's it's kind of the the further out you book the better choice you have yeah. so like long haul flights would be released 11 months in advance so when you think about it like the plane is empty 11 months in advance and they go on sale but like a month that's booked the price goes up and up and up and exactly, up yeah. yeah so the further out you book the better um in terms of like off peak times like would be the the out of season times for places tend to be cheaper so we'll say the likes of south africa like our summer is their winter mm. so it's going to be cheaper for us to travel there in the summer but the weather isn't going to be as great okay so as long as you're kind of open to that i mean most people don't mind that um like but I if it's weather that you're going the after then yeah if no. weather is your main thing and like if you're going to be spending a fortune going to the maldives you don't want a risk of you know whether but then it all comes down to, to yeah. money then as well like if you do want to go and you you can't afford to go on those times that is the option or else you'd have to look at somewhere else you know yeah and and are there any kind of I suppose hidden little nuggets around around deals like I remember that there was all this buzz and to your point this January February sale it's like you know oh yeah book then that's when you're going to get the best deals but as you're saying now it's mm-hmm. well actually it's 11 months out irrespective January doesn't make a difference yeah, or can there be value to be gotten oh there can yeah like a lot of cruise lines like it's kind of 
throughout the year then as well, like a cruise line would have a flash sale where like they might give you 500 euro onboard credit or something, you know, okay. um, or like an airline might have a sale in the middle of, of April or something, you know. So, yeah, we're we're alerted when the sales are coming up, but that kind of comes down to there's no real set pattern because it all comes down to the the sales on so you're dependent so, uh, on when they make uh, a sale, then you're trying to just leverage that for your couples to see. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah. And like if an airline is fully booked, they're not going to be having a sale, do you know, whereas if the flight isn't that fully booked, they might have one. So it's it's very hard to tell. It's just we keep an eye on it the whole time. Joe, we're alerted yeah. all the time. Anyway. And God, your I'd say your inbox must be just flooded with those oh alerts God. all the time. Oh, I'm even trying to my head. Um, tell me about this one. Right. Because I think when everybody gets in, gets married, they assume that, OK, we go in as a married couple and we arrive up to the to the the flight desk. And we're like, we're married. And then yeah. nothing. Nobody cares. You know, <laughs> like, like, is there any tips on getting bumped up on your honeymoon? No, like book with me and I let them know that it's your honeymoon. Like I tell everyone that it's, it's your honeymoon. You know, I'd I'd alert the suppliers, the hotel knows, the airline knows, everyone knows. But it really it, it all comes down to availability because if all their first class seats are full with people that have actually paid the money for them, they're not just going to give them away, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the only thing. I mean, like last year, two of my couples got upgraded to first class, but like that was out of all of them for the year, do you know? I know. Um, so it's just it's real just look at the draw on the day. I love that. Um, I was told that there was a guy um, I used to work with. He, he told me that he himself and his wife, for years they used to turn up with confetti in their hair like they're just <laughs> and they were escaping now to see like with that with that work anyway no it didn't work but, uh, but god loves a try sure I was the, I was like I, I have my own travel business I'm no. engaged no you're <laughs> you're probably the least likely to get it I'd I say. know yeah because <laughs> you know the deal um Tell me this, how does the booking process work? So when a couple come to you and you go through that initial stage, scope the right destination, you're kind of working around with different destinations, connections, itineraries. What happens next once they're happy? So once they're happy, then they'd send me on their passport details and they pay their deposit. I have an app that I use it's called MyTC. So I'd send them a link to that. They have their own login and all their itinerary comes up on this. They make their initial deposit. So obviously it depends on, on the time. Like it all has to be paid in full 12 weeks before you go. So if you're booking outside of that, so like you're booking 11 months in advance, you pay your deposit. Um, you don't have to make another payment until the balance is due and you can pay it all up front then. Or you can log in any time of the day or night, pay a fiver here, 500 euro there. So there's no set repayment plan. You just log in when it suits you and, and pay your money off. Um, and then all your travel documentation is on that when you're traveling. Um, you have my mobile number when you're traveling. Uh, you have access to a 24-hour duty office. So we have an office behind us that monitors basically everything that's going on in the world. So we get alerts. Like the other day when there was that awful train crash in Greece, like we were alerted straight away, you know, so we so were trying to say, great, do I have any couples over there? Yeah. So oh, I know if I had, you know, and then I'd be able to contact them and the whole lot. So there's always there's always someone more than me in the background as well. Do you know, I have backup yeah. as well because yeah. with time difference in that, like I could be asleep and you might have missed your transfer or something. You just ring a number and there's an actual physical person at the other end of the phone there brilliant? to help you. Yeah, so it's, it's, that's it. That's the, the difference. Yeah, if you book on your own, you don't have that. You don't have any no, comeback. You don't, you know? Yeah. 
And like, I'd be, I might be notified of something before it happens, like, you know, if the flight's being delayed or something and I could get on and have a hotel booked for you by the time you get up to the front of the queue in the airport, yeah, you know, and yeah, they look, yeah. you're not going anywhere tonight. Here's the hotel. Just there's the taxi waiting for you outside. Do you know, oh, you've all wow. that. That is, that's, that is like, <laughs> I can't emphasize how important that is because that is you don't want to be fighting now on your honeymoon <laughs> no no that would drive me to despair like but um, yeah, yeah. and and can you just remind me there of the of the the, the payment stages again so you pay your deposit and then yeah. you're saying that everything doesn't have to be fully paid till 12 weeks in advance then 12 weeks in, in before you travel yeah okay so two two core payments then then for it yeah you, you make your your own repayments like some people might log in and pay a fiver or 20 euro and then the, a payday they might pay 300 euro or 400 euro you you make your own repayments then as it suits you um like i'd also have the honeymoon gift registry yeah it's very handy and um, it's just it's a nice way of getting money for your honeymoon without like getting money for i know it's, it's without saying i want cash you can always say yeah and it's, it's secure then as well and people will love to, to to give you that as their honeymoon a reference number they log in and they can leave you a little note and put money towards your honeymoon now they don't see how much your honeymoon costs and it's not like a GoFundMe where they can see the total or they can't see yeah, what Mary yeah. down the road has given you or anything like that it's all very private and secure but like the couple can see your message and that you've put money towards the honeymoon um and as well as that like there's vouchers as well couples can buy if your birthday's coming up you know they can buy a voucher from me and put that towards the honeymoon you know I love that that is just such a really really good idea because I I remember you know you're paying so much for your wedding and then you're trying to then get the money together to prepay for your honeymoon because you know you're good for the money but just it's hard the 12 weeks to have it all so like if people know that and I think this is the thing with the registry a lot of people aren't going to give money until the day of the wedding but if it's Mm. you know if even some people even knew that this is something that you really wanted but like yeah how do you go around the deadline being 12 weeks in advance to to help you with it i have a little pack that i send out to the couple so there's little cards that they can put in with their invites with the the link to their gift registry website um but like that yeah sometimes people don't pay until close or like pay they don't like they don't um, pay up (laughs) (laughs) those pesky guests <laughs> but um, once they log in and make their payments, like the honeymoon might be paid for in full, but you'd have that money then, like I that's refunded then onto your card. So let's say you're off in your honeymoon, like it happened the last couple now that I had, um, like people weren't um giving the money presents, we'll say until like the wedding, the week of the wedding, the week before, yeah. but the honeymoon had been paid in full at that time. But you have an end date for when the the registry is cut off so like they had it open for about two weeks after the wedding so when they came back from honeymoon they had a nice bit of money awesome. there that was just refunded on, onto their cards yeah so you get the money back like you know it's not, yeah um, yeah so it's yeah it doesn't go into a bottomless hole but it's a good way of holding it and keeping it there so you don't spend it you know exactly. it's, it's a good little deposit scheme <laughs> i love it absolutely love it indirectly we've shown the advantages here of booking with someone like yourself a travel mm. agent versus trying to do it by yourself but like from from your perspective what are the key things that a couple get when they book with you a travel agent versus mm. trying to do it themselves less stress you know no stress yeah. Yeah. <laughs> none at all um like it's it's the safety element of it it's the security 
actually it's the added level of protection if things go wrong I mean like we all saw during Covid like what a nightmare that was yeah and like I'm so proud to say that none of my customers were affected like obviously they were affected they couldn't travel they couldn't travel but but financially they weren't financially none of them were affected no like everything was got back now it took a while in some cases it took a few months but other money was protected because this had never happened before but Mm. we'll say now if you have your honeymoon booked with me and god forbid an airline goes bust like your whole honeymoon is booked as a package so it's all protected so all the money is secure whereas if you booked flights yourself accommodation you won't get that money back it's gone flights are gone but you've already paid for the accommodation so how are you going to get there and then you might have booked the original flights 11 months in advance now you're two weeks out and it's going to cost nearly four times essentially when you book something with you your money is in there and it's like I'm not saying that it's flexible, that you can just pop and change whenever you want. But if some incidental happens, you have the option. You've got that money there that you've put down that you can revise the package in a way that. Yeah, within certain time for like before the 12 yeah. week, because obviously then like the, once the flight tickets are issued, like your deposit is non-refundable. So yeah. let's say you pay your deposit and if you've paid all the rest of your honeymoon and it's like a few months out and something happens and you have to cancel, like your deposit is non-refundable. But you could move it then so we'll say you know you, okay we can't travel now the week after the honeymoon something's after happening we'll push it for, forward to next year so we can cancel them and then move, on and to then next move it on okay that's yeah. that's fantastic I think as well it's there's a lot to be said for I suppose one of the more I suppose softer skills of this which is that whole you know having somebody to bounce and ha- bounce the ideas and plan with because you know when yeah. it's just the two of you it's like it, it's very hard to do it it's you need someone in the know that can kind of cut through the nonsense and tell you exactly how it works yeah, and pull it together yeah you know um and there's there, uh, as I was saying there's ways around different things and there'll be things that some people might think of like like we'll say you know something like a road trip you know west coast USA road trip for example and people want to do this this and this and I'm like okay you're you're checking into a place you're there for the night so you're unpacking for the night then the next morning you have to repack check out go on to the next place that's a day traveling yes you know whereas it's lost yeah yeah and you kind of it's not until you walk through the itinerary and go god that's where we get to see anything you know so maybe we spend three nights here and then two nights there and you know so there's a lot of, of tweaking involved sometimes but it's important to get it right for the couple because like this is their honeymoon at the end of the day you know yeah 100 percent and it's like as much as myself and Owen said, oh, we'll always go back to Cancun. We do it. We do it. You just life comes and it's very yeah. hard. And like, you know, even thinking of a long haul flight with three kids. I, know, moment, yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for that as much as I want that that experience again. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be the same as just the two of you sitting on the side with canopies at canopy at 11 o'clock canopy time being delivered to you on your sun yeah. lounger. Yeah. Absolutely. An abundance of drink, like nonstop yeah. everything. I, d- I don't know. Do it if, you can. I know exactly. Embrace <laughs> it. Jesus, absolutely do it. Exactly. Do Make sure you do it and do it well. That is my point. Susan, key advice. What key advice would you give a couple? And it could be about their wedding. Um, it could be about their journey that they're setting off on or it could be around the honeymoon. Do you have any good nuggets there to share? Oh, God, I just say enjoy it all. Like, I mean, it's we're celebrating the two of you you know and like this is the the one time it's all about you like everyone has their day and like things come during life and you know money comes and goes and there's always going to be something else to spend it on but like just put the two of you first don't 
take any notice of what everyone else is doing or going on their honeymoon or saying or doing for their wedding yeah. just try and do what suits the both of you because at the end of the day the wedding will come and go and it'll be the two of you there so yeah just enjoy every minute of it Love make it. the most of all the nights out all the parties just go for it as two <laughs> as two exhausted mothers I know, <laughs> reflect yeah. back to all of you young folk <laughs> with this free time on your hands go back for five minutes i'd be new i know i know Susan, that tell me this. For anything else, <laughs> you are like a complete, like I just, I always, I, I'm, I'm always seeing something new or an explainer or like a great breakdown of information on your Instagram. It's fantastic. You know, you're so <laughs> like, you're just so immersed in the knowledge of this stuff, which is brilliant, which is why I would I say if it. anybody's in this thinking about their honeymoon, you just need to go over and follow you, um, Susan. <laughs> Where else can they hear from you? if they want more information yeah what I do is I get people to to sign up to my mailing list because every month I'd have different offers or not even offers but you know ideas on new places and things like that so if you're looking for inspiration um I have a digital honeymoon brochure that I can send out to people um and then like yeah I suppose sign up to my mailing list and um it's the website as well uh travel the website it's uh travelcounselors.ie and then it's forward slash susan.ryan brilliant okay that is amazing everything can be gotten from my instagram you have my email address my phone number the whole lot it's all there the kit and caboodle love it susan ryan tc susan thank you so much for your time i am now going to be wrecking everybody in the house's head thinking of it (laughs) as i get ready thinking oh we're going to center parks this week and it's me it's me that has to do all the packing. So it's great to go and book these things, but it's yeah. Morgan who has to think about packing for everybody in the house. Oh, the joys. Oh, stop. Look, I tell you, I long for the day that I'll be coming to you, Susan, to say, I'm right. I want to book something really nice. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. And guys, seriously, pop over at Susan Ryan TC and check out her Instagram. Loads of inspiration loads of knowledge really really nice to chat to as well Susan thank you for your time thanks a million thanks for listening to Real Weddings with Zara thanks to producer Ruth Devaney voiceover extraordinaire Phil Cawley and Pink Champagne Wedding Band for our Cool Finds jingle join me next week where we will be chatting to another top guest to get the scoop about their wedding day and married life until then you can find me at Irish Wedding Blog on social media channels 